Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for giving me your earbuds once again every single Thursday. And I so appreciate your time and your focus and giving us your support by listening to our podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about a very popular topic and often an objection that your potential client is giving you um, for not hiring you because the venue said that they have a venue coordinator. Why do they still need a day of coordinator? So I have been hearing a lot of feedback from clients inside my mentorship program, The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, and also um, inside our Facebook group of over 8,000 members. Many of them are sharing with me this particular objection that they are getting from their potential customers that the venue that they are doing their event at told them that they will be their day off coordinator. So with this in mind, the potential client does not feel that there is a need for them to hire a day off coordinator since the venue is already helping them to coordinate their event. And it's extremely disturbing <laughs> when I hear this because I came from a hotel background as a director of catering and conference services. We have an event coordinator on site and we never, never tell our clients who's having the events at my venue that you do not need a day of coordinator because our coordinator is able to help you on the day of your event. In fact, I know of many venues, high-end venues especially, that makes it mandatory for their clients who's having an event at their venue to have a point person who is the helper for the client. They require, if it's a wedding, that the client have either a day of coordinator or a wedding planner on site on that day, okay? The reason is, I will tell you why it's extremely important for us venue owners when I'm representing a hotel, okay? That is extremely important for our clients, right? To have an assistant that they can label as their go-to person on that day because they are the host, so they can't be doing everything except play host. So it's so important that the wedding couples or the corporate client, okay, in this case, I'm going to say wedding couples, make it easy, a wedding couple to have a wedding planner or a day of coordinator because the venue coordinator does not do a lot of the things 
that the day of coordinator is supposed to do. So what happened in the past was before we had this regulation that the couples must have a day of coordinator. This is what happened. Okay. So the wedding couples come to the venue and then there are things that needs to be done such as, okay, their are, are vendors are coming. Okay. Their vendors are coming and they, they, they had a florist, they have a furniture rental, they have a, a linen company and um, they, all these vendors are coming. So they are expecting the hotel or the venue coordinator to call these vendors, all right, when they are late to make sure that they set up what they're supposed to set up or to make sure that they deliver what they're supposed to deliver. So they basically dump the agreement or the contracts or the rental agreement, okay, whatever the couple had with these vendors and they share it with the venue coordinator and say, that, hey, you know what? I'm going to have you help me make sure that all these vendors show up, okay? All these vendors show up and deliver all these things, okay? And they're supposed to go to all this location, all this spe specific location in the venue that we have contracted with you, the venue. And then they will tell you that, hey, this is the gift box, okay? Make sure that you put it at the, um, at the ceremony welcome table. This is the wedding signature book, guest signature book. Make sure you place it there. And also, by the way, I have gifts to be given away at each table, okay? Each place setting for all my guests. So every guest goes home with this gift. Can you put it at every single place setting? And uh, what else? Oh, I have uh, printed place cards, okay? So I need you to help me tell the value coordinator, okay? To help me to put it Look at, this is my seating chart, okay? I need you to look at my seating chart. We have assigned seating. And you need to put all this down at each of the table who is supposed to sit where. And by the way, I also have a custom printed menu that I need you to put it at every single place setting. Okay, so this is what the wedding couple asked my team, okay? The venue coordinator to do. Now, the hotel or the venue, main responsibility is to make sure, okay, is to make sure that you contracted the space, right? So my job is to give you the space as per your contract from this time to this time. And my, you contracted a menu. So we have a banquet team to cook you the food. And you said that the food has to be uh, presented or served from this time to this time. My job is to make sure that the food is to be set up and served by this time to this time. And you also told me that you're going to have a ceremony at my space and you need how many chairs and same thing for the reception, wedding reception, the dinner. You need how many tables and how many chairs. My job as a venue coordinator is to make sure that you get all those chairs and you get all those tables and they are set up the way that you say that it needs to be set up and I have a floor plan, I did it for you. It is not my job to make sure that I call your vendors to make sure that they show up. Neither is it my job to monitor the vendors that you contracted to monitor that they set up the way things are supposed to set up and 
they're supposed to bring what you contracted. It is also not my job to put your guest signature book and it is not my job to put your place cards of your guest names on individual table, individual setting. It is not my job to put the menu on each individual place setting unless the menu is printed by me, the venue, and you paid for it, okay? It is not my job to tell the DJ what time you are ready to come down and do your ceremony. And it is not my job to tell, to tell the DJ to play the music for the first dance, okay? My job is to make sure that your coordinator tell me that, okay, you are running on time and we're able to start the cocktail at, this, at the contracted time. My job is for you to, to have your coordinator tell me that, okay, ceremony is running on time and we'll be able to serve the dinner at this time. My job is to make sure that I do food tasting with you and also make sure that you ordered enough floral, enough linen, enough tables and chairs so that you everybody has a place to sit and you have what you need for your wedding, okay? So if you are able, you as a wedding planner, coordinator, is able to articulate to the potential client what is the job that the coordinator of the venue is doing and you are able to have a conversation, okay? You educate your potential client, okay? The role that the venue coordinator is doing, very quickly, they will understand that they need your help, okay? They will need your help. Now, it, it may even make sense for you to listen to this, okay? And actually write down a script and have your potential client ask these questions to the venue coordinator and say that, will you help me call my vendors on the day of the event to make sure that they arrive on time? Would you help me look at the agreement that I signed with the vendors to make sure that my vendors deliver what we have signed and paid for? Would you help me to put out all these individual place cards according to the um, to the floor plan. Would you help me put out wedding gifts at individual at the individual um, place setting? Would you also help me to tell the DJ that I am ready to come down for the ceremony? So to play the ceremonial song. Would you help me to tell the DJ that we are ready to come in for our first dance? These are the basic things, okay? There's a lot more. So you want to be able to create that list of questions that you're going to give it to your potential client and say, go ask your venue if they are able to do this. Make sure that you need to... Now, you are, remember, I always say in the sales conversation, you need to be the consultant. You're educating your potential client to understand what their needs are and how you can help them. And then they have to make a decision whether do they need your help or want your help, okay? So they come to the conclusion themselves. You do not have to tell them what to do. 
So your job, if you've done your job right, they will come to the conclusion themselves. So you have to tell your potential client, go ask the venue if they're doing all these things. If they say yes, make sure that they put it on the contract, okay? Because that's basically what your day of coordinator person is going to do, okay? It's your goal between, like, is representing you so that they can check on all the vendors and do all these little things that you as the bride, right? You as the client do not have, would not have to be on the floor. You're actually in your suite taking, you know, making sure that you look good, right? So you want to make sure that all these questions are being asked by your potential client to their venue coordinator. And if their answer is yes, 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 make sure that they put it on the contract, okay, that they're signing with the venue. Because if you don't put it on the contract, then they can show up or they have a change of management or it's a different coordinator that day or their banquet team was told by was not told by the event coordinator or the venue coordinator that they need to all do all that then this is what happened the venue coordinator because they're also the salesperson for the venue will say yes to you everything sure no problem okay i can do all that but then they're not there that day okay or they only stay for a certain period of time but uh, and sometimes they don't even show up so what they do is they will pass um the contract Okay, not the contract. They will create a document called the event order that basically tells them what food is being served and what time, okay? And the timeline for the event. That's about it, okay? So if they are diligent enough, they would include all the things that is on the contract that says that the questions that the potential client asks the venue coordinator if you'll be doing this. If this venue coordinator is diligent enough, she would put all those information onto the event order so that the banquet captain, the person who's actually doing the wedding, okay, and the servers is fully aware that they have to call the vendors, make sure the vendor is coming in on time, check the agreement that the client signed off, making sure that the vendors actually deliver 100 chairs and deliver this type of linen, how many floral, etc., etc. Okay, if this has not been communicated but is confirmed on the contract that the client is getting this service, you know what's going to happen? The banquet team is like, sorry, I was not told I need to do all that. My job is just to serve and make sure that I serve you on time and make sure that I serve you whatever you said that you, you have contracted and make sure that you have the space from this time to this time. The rest is not my job. And that's a problem, okay? And that's why this kept happening and happening and happening and it led to venues to have this protocol that, yes, you can have this event at my venue, but you must have a helper on that day and your helper is supposed to do everything that the hotel does not do or the venue does not do. The venue is only responsible for this, 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 this. That's it. Okay? So, you must first, you as a planner, needs to understand what the venue coordinator does. So, you have to be so clear in what exactly is their role because if you don't, when they come back to you, the potential client told you that, oh, I'm going to have my event at this venue and the coordinator says that they're going to do all that. And if you know what the coordinator will be doing, you can say, no, that's not true. I do a lot of events there. I know what the venue coordinator is supposed to do. The venue coordinator does not do, does not do your seating chart for you. Your venue coordinator does not call all the vendors okay, to do the walkthrough. 
Your venue coordinator does not talk to, does not make sure that everything get printed out on in time. And your venue coordinator does not put out the gift box. Your venue coordinator does not put out the signature book. And your venue coordinator does not become your go-to person where you tell the venue coordinator and then the, they tell the DJ that, okay, you're ready okay, to walk down. No, because the venue coordinator is busy making sure that the kitchen is ready to serve, the bar is ready to serve. Once the once you are finished with the ceremony, cultural reception start, the venue coordinator is busy making sure that the kitchen have the food ready to pass the orders, making sure that the kitchen is also ready to fire the first course. So it is not the venue coordinator's job to do all the things that you think that they are going to be doing for you. So you need to make sure that you as a planner, you need to have very clear communication with the venues to find exactly what the coordinator is doing. And you need to educate your potential client to know exactly okay, what they will do and what they don't do and make sure that it's on the contract and also make sure that it's communicated to the person who is actually running that event on that day. Okay, hopefully what I share with you today, you get an insight to overcome that objection. Okay, I'm able to speak fluently on this topic because I used to be from the venue and I have my own venue coordinators. They all report to me. So I know very clearly what they need to do and what they should be doing and what they should not be doing. If they were to do all these things for the client, then they will not be able to do the communication between the kitchen Okay, the kitchen, making sure that everything is set and ready to go and the banquet team. So I know for a fact that the venue coordinator should not be doing all that. And I also understand on the other side, okay, that's why M2 hospitality slogan is we understand both sides of the equation, is I also understand that what the day of coordinator is supposed to do, okay, which is whatever the venue coordinator is not supposed to do. So the venue coordinator, okay, main point of contact is the day of coordinator or the wedding planner. So these two, they talk so we can ensure a smooth service on the day of the event. So you may want to listen to this podcast a few more times in order to write down that list and to educate your potential client and make sure that everybody's on the same page. Because the last thing we want is the venue thought that you're going to do this and then the coordinator think that the venue is going to do this and the client thinks that everything is taken care of and then nothing is taken care of and your reputation is on the line. We do not want that, okay? Thank you so much for giving me your time today to listen to this podcast. Don't forget, we have our in-person event on March 4th. 2023, our very first one for 2023. If you want to learn how to structure your business correctly so you can have sustainable profit, we're going to deep dive into your business plan, like how to do your mission, your vision, understanding what exactly that means, understanding the offers that you want to create. Does it make sense to you how to price those offers, how to identify your perfect ideal client who will buy that offer? And how do we get hold of these people? Where do we find them? And also um, dealing with imposter syndrome, showing up on your social media, how to do social media content, and also uh, pricing, 
Why do you find it so hard to price your worth? All these are the topics that we will be covering in our in-person event. So if this is something that you want to do, make sure you reach out to me. Go to the show notes. You will see all my contact information. Make sure you reach out to me and I will send you the payment link. The price fluctuate, right? As you're listening to this right now, the price is at $697 for one day event from eight to five. You get a digital workbook and all your meals are covered as well. Okay, and we had one done in December last year and the testimonials and the community and the bond and the information, right? And the transformation was so evident. So an in-person event, you know, a virtual event would never take over in-person event, in my opinion, all right? We, we are humans, we need the touch and you learn so much more when you're in a conducive environment with no distraction you're just there to pay attention and soak in the whole experience so if this is something that you want to do make sure you make sure that you invite a friend if you know that they can benefit from this and then send me a a dm send me an email and i'll send you the information to uh and also the payment link to sign up again this podcast is by the time this podcast is being published um, the price is at $6.79 for a one-day intensive workshop. Thank you so much for your time. Don't forget to, to share our podcast, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a, uh, a review and also rate us so that we can continue to climb up and up and up in the rankings of the event, um, event industry podcast. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.